Bengaluru Commute Podcast, powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast, your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. For today, the 16th of November, let's begin with updates from the city. Karnataka CM Siddharamaya urgently appealed to Union Home Minister Amit Shah for the prompt release of National Disaster Response Force funds to combat the severe drought. With the historic 73% rainfall deficit, Siddharamaya highlighted crop devastation due to scanty rains and soaring temperatures, seeking 18,171.44 crores from NDRF. He emphasized the worsening drought conditions, impending water scarcity and decreased hydel power generation, urging immediate attention. In other headlines, the BESCOM has filed a case against former Karnataka CM H.D. Kumaraswamy following allegations of illicitly drawing power to his residence on Diwali. Registered under Section 135 of the Indian Electricity Act for alleged electricity theft, the case was initiated by BESCOM's vigilance wing. Kumaraswamy refuted the accusations, attributing the incident to a decorator and promptly rectified the connection, expressing willingness to address any penalties imposed. In some more news, newly appointed Karnataka BJP President B.Y. Vijendra has formally assumed office at the state party headquarters. Present were former Chief Ministers B.S. Yadurapa, Baswaraj Bommai, D.V. Sadananda Gauda and senior party leaders. The 47-year-old MLA, son of BJP veteran Yadurapa, was appointed on November 10, replacing Nalin Kumar Katil. Vijendra aims to strengthen the party, emphasizing collective effort over his familial ties. Up next, BBMP proposes a minimum monthly service fee of Rs 30 for garbage collection and disposal, potentially rising to Rs 60 or Rs 100 for most of the 46 lakh households contingent on state government approval. The fee structure correlates with electricity consumption. Over 6.32 lakh commercial entities may also be included, targeting a monthly revenue of Rs 72.39 crores. BBMP plans to engage BESCOM's assistance for fee collection based on electricity usage. Now on to other news. The city's consumer court has directed Bangalore Development Authority to compensate a consumer with over Rs 5,000 due to a 14-month delay in refunding a site's initial deposit. Despite a full refund in July 2023, the BDA was ordered after an October hearing to pay Rs 4,280 plus Rs 1,000 for legal expenses within 60 days or face a 10% annual interest until settlement. Moving on, the Mangaluru International Airport is set to initiate the Airport Village project, intending to extend food, retail and entertainment options to all visitors, not just passengers and terminal users. The forecourt's lower ground floor will transform into a lively space, mirroring city malls and welcoming city dwellers. This expansion aims to cater not only to daily travellers but also to their friends, families and businesses, seeking varied retail opportunities. Meanwhile, the Karnataka Forest Department's Kali Tiger Reserve has received approval to insert Passive Integrated Transponder PIT tags into snakes, aiming to monitor their movements and mitigate human-snake conflicts. This first-of-its-kind study in the state plans to cover all snake species, aiding in understanding conflict frequencies and devising mitigation strategies based on collected data. With Uttara Canada's dense forest human settlements, this initiative targets coexistence by comprehending the conflict scale. On a different note, Isro Bengaluru, after achieving milestones like Chandrayaan 3's successful lunar landing, is now gearing up for future moon and celestial body exploration by inviting students to partake in the Isro Robotics Challenge URSC 2024 IROCU 2024. This initiative aims to foster space and robotics knowledge among youth. 
The competition encourages students to design a rover, promoting problem-solving skills and preparing them for future space tech advancements. Applications open on November 20th at ISRO's official website. National News Moving on to the national news, Samajwadi Party Chief Akhilesh Yadav criticized Congress, his ally in the INDIA bloc, for demanding a caste census, questioning why the party didn't conduct it during its prior governance. Yadav called Congress's request a miracle and targeted Rahul Gandhi's caste census comment. He claimed past government's failure in addressing the caste census issue and discussed the need for a caste enumeration, citing its importance and relevance today. Meanwhile, heavy rain swept Tamil Nadu's coastal and interior regions, causing waterlogging in Chennai and other districts. Although no major damages were reported, officials have warned of stagnation issues. The IMD issued an orange alert forecasting heavy rainfall in coastal areas of Tamil Nadu, Puducherry and Karaikal. Chief Minister M.K. Stalin monitored Chennai's Emergency Operations Centre and delegated several ministers and officers for relief work in forecasted heavy rainfall areas. In more news, the Indian Railways announced the operation of 1,700 special trains and arrangements at stations for festive travellers. They provided 2.6 million berths, calling it a record number. Crowd control measures were detailed for major stations deploying GRP and RPF staff at foot-over bridges to prevent rush-related accidents. These actions followed criticism after an incident at Surat Railway Station and observed heavy crowds at various terminals. Additionally, CCTV surveillance, queue systems and dedicated assistance for long-distance passengers, especially women, were highlighted. Shifting our focus, the NCERT has formed a 35-member committee to develop history, geography, political science, sociology and psychology syllabi for classes 6 to 12 with a deadline of February 25, 2024. Chaired by Michael Danino, the curricular area group aims for interdisciplinarity among subjects, linking grades 3 to 5 and integrating cross-cutting themes in social science. NSTC's further formation of 11 CAGs aims at comprehensive curriculum integration as per the NEP 2020. In a general weather update for the country, Delhi's air quality marginally improved, hovering in the upper spectrum of the very poor category. The AQI stood at 389, slightly better than the previous day's 397. The IMD has predicted no significant weather changes for the next three days, expecting low temperatures and calm winds in the early mornings. According to Kuldeep Shivastava from IMD, similar conditions with a shift in wind direction are expected till November 17th. International news. Turning our attention to international news, an Indo-Canadian group has urged Canadian law enforcement to act against the Sikh group Sikhs for Justice (SFJ) over alleged threats to Air India flights. A Toronto-based law firm's letter representing the Hindu Forum Canada requested investigations into SFJ's leader, Gurpatwant Pannun, for inciting hate speech. The letter also references a video by SFJ warning Hindus to leave Canada. Authorities have been investigating threats to Air India flights following SFJ's video. In ongoing news, US President Joe Biden and China's Xi Jinping are set to hold crucial talks at Filoli, a historic estate nestled in Northern California. The secluded property, a former private residence turned National Trust site, is approximately 25 miles south of San Francisco. Three senior administration officials disclosed the meeting's location anonymously due to security considerations. Filoli's serene setting offers a private space away from the Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Leaders Conference, enabling an intimate discussion between the leaders. In a recent development, Iranian border guards deported 21,407 Afghan migrants who illegally entered Iran, confirmed Majid Shuja, the Taliban-appointed commander in Khorasan-Razavi province. 
Shuja stated these migrants were identified over nine days before being handed over to the Taliban's representative in the Dhogarun district. Around 328,000 Afghans were deported from Iran in the first half of 2023. Recent concerns raised by Afghan refugees in Iran highlight increased deportations, arrests and police harassment, urging neighbouring countries to avoid forceful deportations. In some other news, Britain's King Charles, on his 75th birthday recently, initiated the Coronation Food Project, aiming to combat food poverty and reduce massive food wastage. He highlighted that 14 million Britons face food insecurity due to rising living costs. Charles, known for his environmental advocacy, emphasised the urgency to bridge the gap between food scarcity and waste. He celebrated the occasion by visiting a surplus food distribution centre in England with Queen Camilla. Business news. Let's now look at some business stories. Tata Technologies, a digital engineering and product development services provider, announced its IPO opening for public subscription on November 22nd. A unit of Tata Motors, it filed its RHP on November 13, aiming to offer 15% of its equity share capital through the IPO, involving 60,850,278 shares. Tata Motors and other stakeholders plan to divest a combined 15% stake. The IPO subscription closes on November 24th. In more business news, according to reports, wholesale price inflation persisted negatively for the seventh consecutive month in October, marking minus 0.52% due to lower food prices. Experts foresee potential near-term inflation risks from volatile vegetable prices and an upward trend in domestic food costs compounded by an unfavourable base. The negative trend primarily reflects decreased prices in various sectors compared to the previous year, driving deflation in the wholesale price index. Next up, in some tech news, UK-based tech company Nothing has introduced its latest app, Nothing Chats, aimed at bridging the gap between iMessage and Android SMS by employing blue bubbles for text messages. Compatible with Nothing Phone 2, it enables users to send iMessage-like blue bubble text from their device. The app in beta offers iMessage-like features such as group messaging, live indicators, high-res media sharing, red receipts and reactions, initially available in select countries. Moving on, travel tech giant Oyo plans to prepay a substantial Rs 1,620 crore of its debt through a buyback process. This move targets 30% of its term loan B outstanding. Oyo projecting operational profit in FY23 with Rs 277 crore adjusted EBITDA aims to settle this debt by June 2026 using available cash reserves and a cash collateral account. The buyback open for bidding till November 18th aims to slash annual interest expenses by Rs 225 crores if fully subscribed. In market news for today, the Sensex surged by 657.08 points, marking a 1.01% increase, reaching 65,590.95. Meanwhile, the Nifty rose by 210.70 points, reflecting a 1.08% increase, closing at 19,654.20. Among the stocks, 2,026 showed gains, 1,213 experienced declines and 97 remained unchanged. All sectoral indices concluded trading in positive territory. Key sectors like capital goods, auto, metal, information technology, oil and gas and realty exhibited gains ranging from 1 to 3 percent. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. Salman Khan's Tiger 3 achieved the rupees 100 crore milestone domestically within days of its release, as confirmed by Yashraj Films. Directed by Manish Sharma and featuring Katrina Kaif and Imran Hashmi, the film was released on Diwali in Hindi, Tamil and Telugu. The film, set after Pathan, follows Salman as a spy battling against time to save his family and country in the YRF Spy Universe 5th installment. 
In news from Hollywood, Tom Holland and Zendaya, known for their privacy, recently delighted fans with a heartwarming public moment. The couple was captured signing Spider-Man posters for the Brothers Trust charity. In a viral video, Zendaya affectionately clung to Holland's arm, drawing praise for their charity support. Their casual appearance while supporting causes like visiting the Battersea Cats and Dogs home further endeared them to fans. Meanwhile, in news from regional cinema, Surya and Jyotika, Tamil cinema's beloved couple, rarely disclose personal moments. However, after Diwali, Surya shared a photo of them on Instagram recently, showcasing their ethnic attire and radiant smiles. Surya expressed gratitude to his wife in the caption. Fans lauded the couple's healthy relationship, describing Surya as the king of romance. They wed in 2006 and have a daughter, Dia, and a son, Dev. Spooler Sports. In sports news, Indian pacer Mohammad Siraj's brief stint as the world's top ODI bowler ended as South African spinner Keshav Maharaj took over the position. Siraj had just reclaimed the spot from Shaheen Shah Afridi on November 8. Maharaj, securing seven wickets in three World Cup matches, claimed the top rank with a narrow three-point lead over Siraj. Among batters, Shubman Gill retains the top position, surpassing Pakistan's Babar Azam by eight rating points. In more sports updates, Rory McIlroy abruptly resigned from the PGA Tour board as the organization neared a partnership deal involving Saudi Arabia's wealth fund. McIlroy, Europe's golfer, cited his disinterest in the board's direction amid turbulent times. His departure comes after significant service spanning five years, during which he held various roles. The move precedes the tour's negotiation with Saudi Arabia's public investment fund, aiming to finalize a for-profit PGA Tour Enterprises agreement by year end. Wrapping up sports news, Yannick Sinner thrilled a spirited home crowd by securing his inaugural victory over top-seeded Novak Djokovic at the ATP Finals. The Italian player clinched the marathon match 7-5-6-7-5-7-6-2 in over three hours. Sinner's win halted Djokovic's 19-match winning streak, culminating in a sensational finish with a net smash, sending the Turin area into a frenzy. Bengaluru buzz. Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Enjoy a fun-filled evening at the Black Dogs Easy Evenings, a special event featuring popular comics Sumaki Suresh, Danish Seet, and Sapan Verma at the Marriott Hotel Whitefield on the 18th of November at 7 p.m. Get ready for an extraordinary musical event featuring worldwide sensation Aja, and enjoy a night of EDM music happening live at Pebble the Jungle Lounge, Palace Grounds, on the 18th of November at 7 p.m. Immerse yourself in the exclusive and evening of magic event featuring ace magician Nakul Shanoi performing live at the Attagalata Indranagar on the 19th of November at 6 p.m. Join a beginners art class with the exclusive 3D mask making and painting workshop happening at the Soda Factory Malathalli on the 19th of November at 11 a.m. You can also catch the city's best comics in an impromptu stand-up special, Jokes on the Spot, happening at Wire Up Korumangla Fourth Block on the 18th of November at 8 p.m. Bengaluru weather. And finally, the weather in Bengaluru. Bengaluru can expect partly cloudy conditions, with temperatures ranging from a warm 29 degrees Celsius to a refreshing 19 degrees Celsius. The heat index, a combination of humidity and temperature, is around 30 degrees Celsius, calculated under shade and light winds. That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute podcast for today. I'm Anupama Rajaratnam. If you enjoyed this episode, please do follow the Bengaluru Commute podcast on your favorite podcast and player and leave a rating and a review as well. It helps other listeners to discover the show and we would just really appreciate it. Even better, if you know someone who would enjoy the podcast, share it with them. 
make your commute truly extraordinary. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast Skill is now available on Alexa. All you have to do is to download the skill from your Alexa app and look for the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast.